If you have a word, a picture, scripture, Lord, we ask for your interpretation. Holy Spirit. Do you want to come up to the mic? just had an emergency before coming to church today, so she asked me if I had some cash. Also, the one I have just for the offertory that I'm bringing to church. So like, you just help me, I will transfer it to you. So now she said, uh, God has spoken to her that uh, she should give it back because I, I specified it was for the offertory and she should not use it for any other use. So that's what she just said, that the Spirit of God telling her that she has robbed God of what is for God. Hmm. Also, we just take a moment, Lord. We listen. Feel you have the interpretation for what Rose oh, no. no. Okay. 
That's what we're waiting for. <laughs> Father, we thank you for the way that you have spoken this morning. And Father, the way you have spoken through the worship and uh, telling us that by your stripes that we are healed, that we're to fear not that you are in our midst, that uh, you will heal and you will do the things. Father, I just uh, feel to say as a, a point of agreement that, Lord, we just believe this morning. We believe you, Father God. We are holding to the truth that, Father God, you redeem all things. And that, Father, you are in the redemption process of our life through everything that we're going through and experiencing. So, Father, we thank you for being here this morning. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Roseanne, do you feel anything else? Do you have any sense of anything else? 
you feel there's something else, then we need to wait. Okay. Now it's, it's a word, you're saying it's, okay. hearts, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Mm. Lord, we just take a moment to wait if there's anything else. We won't go long, but just Stephanie's going to speak this morning. And uh, just before you yeah. start into that, um, I don't know, Roseanne, if this resonates, but I just keep feeling the sense of the significance and importance of confession and repentance. And um, I don't know, I'm not saying that's an interpretation or anything of what you said, but I just feel that the Spirit is saying that is a key. That is a key to revival. That is a key to restoration. And then that was confirmed by uh, Mama Albertina, yeah, in terms of her confession and courage in terms of, of stating I, I'm confessing, I robbed from the Lord, whatever. We all have stuff we need to bring forward, the confession, the repentance, and James 5, 16, confess your sins to the Lord, uh, confess your sins to each other, and pray for each other so that you may be healed, mm -hmm. right? So confession, Liz, you have a, yeah, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yeah, thank you for that example, Albertina. Thank you for your courage. And I, I just sense that maybe this is a time for confession yeah. and repentance. Um, yeah, there's no sense. There's no sense. <laughs> we always pray, oh, God, come into our service. And when he does, we go, but what about the service? <laughs> um, but I didn't hear, like, I didn't hear what Jeanette had said, she said. Mm. Is that what, I couldn't hear it back here. But mm -hmm. It was, was a confession, yeah. 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 Um, so apparently there was a confession being made. And God is putting his finger on it, as confirmed by Stephanie and Liz. So we're not going anywhere but there right now. Um, so, Father, you're talking to us about confession mm. and about repentance. And, Lord, I just ask right now that Holy Spirit, 
if there is something we need to confess, whether to you or to somebody else, that, Lord, you would bring it to our heart right now. Father, I just <clears throat> ask your forgiveness for the deep fears and disbelief that I've been experiencing over this journey that I'm on. I just ask your forgiveness anew and afresh this morning, Father. I repent of this and desire to, Father God, see you the way you truly are, mm -hmm. to believe in you for who you truly are, and to see you high and lifted up. Lord, I just ask your forgiveness again or the way it comes in, and the way that my flesh and my being will agree. And Father, I just thank you for the cross. Amen. I thank you for the cross. And if you want to stand and just confess something, or if you just want to stand and silently do it to the Lord, now's the time to do it. Worship with the congregation, uh, 
One of the uh, beautiful things in scripture is that we can declare to one another as brothers and sisters in Christ that we are forgiven. And there's power in that. So Sophia, thank you so much for your confession. And as your sister in Christ, I declare you are forgiven. You are free. It's on the cross. And bless you for your exam, for putting God first. He will honor. And I pray a release of all fear from you that you will not walk in fear this next month, that you will walk in freedom as you honor the Lord your God. Bless you. And Amen. I pray for Albertina. Yeah. Judy, as your sister in Christ, I declare that you're forgiven, that you have given your fear to the Lord. You have laid it at the foot of the cross. And I pray for freedom for you, that the Spirit would work in you in a mighty way and release you from this panic. Lord, that you would stay grounded, or that, Lord, that you would help Judy stay grounded in your peace, that you would descend upon her by the power of your Spirit and bring peace to her heart and mind. May I also declare you forgiven, Albertina, as your sister in Christ, I declare that you are forgiven. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for your confession. And I declare that the mighty power of the Spirit is at work within you, freeing you, and I bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Liz, were you going to say something? And today the Lord has said to us, say to us, well, come. I 
Thank you, Liz. Mm -hmm. It is true. Uh, you, we will not praise or pray our way out of the need to confess. Mm -hmm. yeah. You you cannot skirt that. Yeah. You you mm -hmm. cannot skirt that and try to praise our way into the presence of God when there's something in the way of our presence with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like I I don't know why the whole room didn't stand up. I don't know why, but. The fact is, I guarantee you, if you allow the Holy Spirit to search you, you will find something that is probably in the way between you and God. And it, I, it takes, you know, times for God to do that and specific times. But he's definitely saying it today. Mm -hmm. he, he is definitely putting his finger on it. So as you go through this week, remember that and search yourself. I really have a, a witness that some people need to get things right with other people. Mm -hmm. You're holding grudges or you're not, something's, something's not going on there. And it might have something to do with even the favoritism that Willie mentioned. Mm -hmm. But just make sure, honestly, make sure that your confession record with God is current. Mm -hmm. That it's not just something you did six months ago but that you keep it current. God brought it to light here this morning for a reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a mistake. So we really need to search ourselves because there may very well be a lot that is here that God wants here because there's something between Amen. us and God. Amen. And uh, it can be very, very subtle things sometimes, but search your heart. But God gave a, a wonderful opportunity this morning for confession. Thank you, Albertina, again for doing that um, and setting the stage because that's what it looks like. I don't know if you have, there's one thing about confessing in our closet to the Lord. There, there's something about that and we need to do that and even going to each other. But when someone stands up in front of a church and does that, I think God and angels and also the devil listens. Mm -hmm. That takes a powerful trust in who she is going to follow mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and who we are going to follow and she chose not to follow whatever would have kept her in her chair and you know you can imagine what would have tried to keep her in the chair oh don't say that what are they going to think about you and all that kind of stuff she chose to stand up and and move above that and serve god mm -hmm. she broke an idol this morning she mm -hmm. just crashed an idol uh, and, you know, as Sophia stands against that urge to study instead of coming to God and coming to church, when she goes against that, she's breaking an idol. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what she's doing. When we choose God's way instead of our fears or whatever it might be, we are destroying an idol in our life. Mm -hmm. And we've all got them. 
uh, and God is in the process of redeeming us from them. And this morning, he just gave us a wonderful opportunity. I pray this church, I pray this church is a place where people come in and do what Albertina did. Mm-hmm. Until that day, we continue. Thank you, Lord, for what you've said to us this morning. Thank you what you're going to say to us. Do you want me to go ahead, Stephanie, with this? Oh, no. You're sure? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I just I just sensed that the Lord was challenging all of us that we want revival. We pray for blessing and revival, but we have to confess and repent. To like not that it's this magic, oh well, if we it's not this we're testing God and saying if we confess and repent, but it's just the very fact that when we come together, we must confess and repent if revival's mm. ever going to happen. And I felt that challenge this morning is that we can focus so much on victory and revival and wanting what God has. And he says, yes, but you're not there yet. We've got to confess. We've got to repent. We've got to get right with each other, with, with him. Mm. Um, we yeah. have to, yeah, that was just the... Yeah, the I mean, the revivals and those things do not come because you had a good worship experience. It comes because there is a breaking experience. Mm-hmm. Worship will come out of that. That's where it doesn't precede it. It, it. it comes out of that. And God is obviously speaking into that this morning. Willie. I just had a sense that the Lord was saying that brokenness often precedes worship. Mm-hmm. Brokenness. As you were speaking, I saw an op- uh, a door. The door was not open. He said, when you pray, when you confess your sins, whether you're confessing your sins to one another, whether you're confessing your sins to God because mm. it's all worthwhile, he said that door will remain shut until you open it mm. by actively involving yourself with all the empty here this morning. Yeah. To be able to take the little things that you don't think mean anything, mm. and when they mount up and then join hands with this, and then join hands with that, and all of a sudden you have a malignancy here mm. that you're too frightened ashamed to get mm. rid of. Yeah. And by prayer and supplication before God, laying on hands of brothers and sisters who care for you, mm. and that thing is history. Mm. And out of the dumpster it goes. Yeah, the harder something is to do for you, the more right it probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been in inner healing sessions with people, and I remember this one situation, this person was, it probably took them 10 minutes of humming and hawing and trying to confess. They knew what they had to confess, but it was so egregious to them. It was so bad to them that they were just struggling. It was really something to watch. And And I said, if you're really not ready yet, if now's not your time, if you're just not ready to let that go, then, you know, it's okay. And they said to me, they said, no, the more it hurts, the deeper it hurts the deeper the healing. And I went, I'll remember that. And it is true. Um, the, the more it costs you, the more valuable it is mm-hmm. to God. Um, so God help us to, you know, so many churches are trying, and I understand it. It's the culture we've come through for the last 50, 60 years in evangelical Western world. The, the perfection of worship. But I think we need to get the 
the perfection of confession and of humility, brokenness. I've said this church had renewal come through it in the 90s. And it was a beautiful thing. And some beautiful things happened to people. And it was laughing and, and all of this kind of stuff. And God was in it. To some degree, God was in all of that. But I remember when we moved here. And I was up here praying. And I said, Lord, I don't want renewal again. I said, I do want your presence but I want a renewal of tears and brokenness. That's what I want. And I said, then we will see the miraculous power of God move. We really will. When repentance is involved, I'm telling you, it just absolutely will destroy the, the strongholds of the enemy. There is no greater weapon we have than confession. It is the weapon. When we come here, the devil stops. He can't get past this. He can't. It's done. It's finished. Everything he tries to do was destroyed by this. And when we bring it to the cross, something is going to change. It, it's going to change. So, well, that was church. Do you have anything else? It, it really just just struck me, actually, that, and I, I mentioned this in the very first week I was here, that God really led me through some deep repentance in February before I even came. And I had no idea of, you know, why or the timing or whatever. But I had this whole session with a, a, um, a friend in Christ where I was just repenting and, you know, what the Lord was putting on my heart, deep, deep repentance and things that patterns of thinking that he was freeing me of and then we had Reg give that testimony of repentance who leads worship and then we had Sophia give that testimony and Keith and and I just think you know just who God is calling into leadership is setting an example of repentance and everybody can you know needs to follow suit because we all like Keith said we all have stuff we need to bring to the cross and it is I can't even tell you how beautiful that sense of being able to declare each other forgiven before the Lord when we look at each other and we say you are forgiven as you're you know and and you know it, if we confess our sins first John 1 9 he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and it is, it is just such a beautiful gift that the Lord has given us because it puts our eyes on Jesus, right? It, it just humbles us mm -hmm. and it brings us again to what we've been talking about in Hebrews. We look to Jesus because if we're so bogged down by our own guilt, by our own shame, by the things that are clouding our minds, it's really hard to keep focused on Jesus. And he says, lay that at the cross mm -hmm and look to me. It frees us up to focus on him, and it's mm -hmm. a beautiful gift. So we have to reframe how we think of confession. Mm -hmm. It is a gift. It's a gift he's given to free us, right? And uh, mm -hmm. First Chronicles, right? Wh that keeps coming through my mind. When my people who are called yeah. by my name humble themselves, right? Uh, then their land will be healed. This mm -hmm. humble humility. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I I hope, like I kind of say, Lord, I'm sorry that we maybe I, as a leader here, may not have made this this church as as open a place for confession as it could be. 
or maybe should be. I know we as leaders can accentuate so many different things in our leadership. Every leader has his thing, you know, or their thing or her thing. But in reality, I, I just, I'm just staying here saying, Father, have we made this church tru truly a place that someone could stand up and do what Albertina did this morning, um, could come and know that that's a possibility and that that is something that church should be. Um, sometimes I wonder what we think church should be, Jerry. There's a difference. Yeah, it, uh, it really is. It's trying. It's, I, I'm sure we all have been guilty of that, Brenda, where we have looked at our kids and said, how is this going to happen? Yeah. Like, how is this going to happen? So we can all join with you with that repentance of not really believing that God is going to reach our children um, and, uh, and trusting that he will. You know, and, and maybe every day we have to go to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me today. I just don't have the faith for it or I just can't see it or whatever it might be and confess that. Uh, that's what the cross is there for, right? So. Mm. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. Well, anyone else before we move on? Are you, are you okay? Okay. We're going to take up an offering. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to give back. Thank you for what you have said here this morning, Lord. You're doing something. You're doing something, and it's not finished at all. Um, but it's a start of something, Father. So we thank you. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, well, that, yeah, sometimes it stops us. Like, when the Lord puts his finger on something and he's, and he's showing us, there's no sense trying to whoop-de-doo it away. It's just not going to happen. Like, God wants it to be dealt with Mary.
I, it does. Stuff gets in the way, right? And uh, yeah, yeah. It uh, things get in the way. Who knows where, where they come from, what they are, how they how they get there, but uh, but it is that that daily back and forth between what we know is true and what we feel. What we know is true and what we feel. And uh, I don't think we'll ever be free of that. That will go on forever. Until the day. Right? So. Well, we have an AGM, uh, which will take a few minutes after the service. If you want to stay for that, you're welcome. We'll just uh, break. If you have to leave, that's fine. And we'll just set up for uh, the AGM. Is there some annou any announcement I'm missing? Anything? Uh, well, just certain on the committee is uh, Jesus said, uh, not here I, uh, not he said we're not here. And I said, we're all here for the last year. Mm -hmm. Let not your heart be troubled. We're there to be afraid. Because there is a gift of God with us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know what? I, I've learned something in the last little last 18 months, um, like you can just say a scripture and, uh, and there it is. <laughs> um, you know, you've not been, this one, you've not been given a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Do you know how many times I've had that said to me <laughs> in the last 18 months? <laughs> um, and you go, yeah, yeah, bring it on anytime. Yeah. Um, but I've had to excavate down into my faith. I've had to go and take those scriptures and journal on them and say, Dad, I'm not feeling this. Why am I not? How do I get a hold of this? I'll tell you, there's no truer statement than said that the kingdom is taken by force. Um, that you have to dig down and, and confess, Dad, I do not believe this right now. I don't believe it. You're going to have to help me to believe this because of whatever is going on and the, and the struggle and, and after a period of time, I can say God has given me revelation of things. And by that, I simply mean has taken a piece of scripture and stopped it from just being something that accuses you. Do you know how accusing it is? When you're in a state of fear and timidity and confusion and someone says, you shouldn't have that. And then just walks away. And thinking they've done the, God, done the Lord's will. When actually they just put another weight on you. That's what the Pharisees were doing to the people in Jesus' time. That's why he said they would just tell them the law. This is what you should be. This is what you should be doing. See you later. And he never helped them. And Jesus was just all over them about it. Putting weights on them and, and blocking them from coming into God. Because all you told them was what they were doing wrong. Yeah. Like please when you're with somebody who's going through anxiety or something like that, please don't quote that unless you're willing to sit there and pray it through with them and to say this is what God wants, not what you should be and what you're failing at, but this is what God wants and this is what he has given you. And it's like Donnie said, it's a gift. This is a gift for you. You don't know how many times I was so condemned when I got off the phone because I said, Dad, why am I not feeling this? Why is it not real to me today? And you just think you failed somehow. No, you're in the middle of a war. <laughs> and you know what? There's casualties. There are casualties in war. But we have to dig in, dig our trenches, 
dig the trenches, keep digging the trenches. It, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? It's a beautiful example of that, uh, Monique. I, uh, some years ago, uh, God had given me some understanding about a couple of people. And uh, it was some struggle that was in their life. And so, uh, you know, I thought I'll just go speak to them about it. And I just went to this person and I said, the Lord has kind of showed me that you have mm in your life. And I said it gently. I was very sensitive that way. But I just kind of went, mm, <laughs> right? And they said to me, well, yeah, I, you know, the Lord has spoken to me about that. And I thought enough. Okay, great, you know. Uh, Four months later, three months later, comes back, get the phone call, leaving the church. You judged me. Wow. I said, what? I said, no, I was just bringing this to you uh, so that, you know, you could deal with it. And, and God is, but, but I didn't say that. I just said, here it is. And when, when they said to me, oh, I know God's dealing with me. And I thought, okay, that's enough. No, it wasn't. Because, you know, came in, as soon as he walked out the door, the devil just came in and said, look at what you are. Look at what he's saying you are. And, and he said, you're judging me. That was judgment. Couldn't talk him out of it. Couldn't talk him out of it. So we, when we have stuff like that, we really need to use, ask God for a pastoring gift. Like what Stephanie did this morning going to people, that's a pastoring thing. That is taking care of someone, taking care of the, the wound and bandaging it up, right? Um, yeah, the heart of the Father, Jerry. What times of the day does someone come to you with a case and tell you the problem they face? What times does it hit you to tell you, say, brother, or sister, I've come down in the pit with your wife? Yes. And we'll pass that story to you. We can do that. Yeah. But don't just say, yes, I'll pray with you tomorrow morning. Go and do it. Down in the pit for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the immediacy of the moment. That's why it's so important. I mean, Stephanie worked hard on a message, uh, you know, and had ideas for it and, and all that. But God came and said, this is the way we're going this morning. Um, and we have to be able to kind of let that happen, you know. Uh, the immediacy of the moment. That's how God works. So, yeah, he did. They're always interrupting Jesus. So, well, obviously people have to get someplace. So we're going to let them get there <laughs> and go. So, Father, we thank you for uh, what you're doing and what you are saying to us. Help us to go, Lord. Help us to go remembering. Go with us, Holy Spirit. And, Father, we pray for the gift of confession and repentance in our life. In Jesus' name, amen.